Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins from Your Black World, the Black Business School. And uh, I had to uh, I, I talked to my man, Jeff Lysey Jr. over at the Ball Sports Network. And Jeff uh, told me a story that I just had to kind of chime in on because I think this is a good conversation for brothers. And it's a good conversation about love and relationships that um, I, I really uh, just had some thoughts on. I thought I would share these thoughts. And so anyway, uh, here's what here's what was on my mind. And here's what I saw. So uh, Jeff hits me up and tells me that Scottie Pippen, Scottie Pippen, who played for the Chicago Bulls, his wife, Larsa Pippen, has basically been dating a baby. Uh, this, this lady is, is, was seen out in public uh, basically holding hands and everything else with this uh, guy named Malik Beasley, who pays, plays for the Timberwolves. Now, Malik is 24 years old. Uh, he happened to have just signed a four-year contract worth $60 million dollars. And his and Scotty's wife is 46. So literally, she's old enough to be his mama and uh, she could be somebody's grandmama. Now, here's what's interesting. This is why I'm bringing this topic up. Right. This is not just about talking about the, the gossipy side of things. It really goes back to what we talked about last week. Uh, you know, who was it? Um, uh, your boy, uh, the, the, uh, LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball made a comment about dating in the NBA. And he was basically saying that. Uh, he believes that there's no good women, that you're not going to meet good women, you're going to meet groupies and all this other stuff. Now, I don't agree with that assessment. I think if you want to find a good woman, good women are out there. But you ain't going to find them in the club. You might find them in the library. You might find them in church. You might find them in, in a corporate office. But you ain't going to find them in the club if you're an NBA player. But Scottie Pippen, uh, apparently he's landed uh, he, he's la- he's landed in, in the, uh, in, I, I guess, in the epicenter of Groupieville. Uh, because basically his ex-wife or his soon-to-be ex-wife, I don't know if they're completely divorced or partially divorced or what, they both both filed for divorce independently. I think Scotty filed in 2016, and then they reconciled, and then she filed in 2019. Uh, and so, you know, the marriage might be over, and that's fine. That's their business. But uh, this really, you know, is, is, I think, worth talking about, because here's the other thing. Here's the other interesting thing about this. From what I have seen in terms of, of uh, you know the media reports, uh, they're reporting that Scotty doesn't even have a prenup. That Scotty literally has no prenup with this lady, and uh, this lady has been uh, connected with, not just with this young NBA player, this 24 year old Malik Beasley. Uh, Larsa Pippen's been connected with Future. Now I'm just saying this. Look, let's just keep it 100. This is uh, this is Uncle Boyce talking as a black man. Just so you know, any woman, if you ever meet a woman. Anywhere, fellas, seriously, if you meet a woman anywhere who says, I slept with Future, I need you to pack your shit and run because she probably got some diseases that are 10 times worse than the coronavirus. Because Future, and I'm not I'm not being mean here. I'm just telling you guys the truth. This is just real talk. This man has, what, about six or seven kids, eight kids with a bunch of different women? People like that don't use condoms. People like that don't wrap up. People like that need to you need to call the Centers for Disease Control and have them go quarantine that person's house. They they should not be allowed to have sex anymore. And so, uh, so you know, so again, I'm not judging people's decisions in terms of who they sleep with. That does not matter. This is about real life practicality. And one of the things is you might say, well, why is Boyce talking about this? Boyce always talks about wealth. But number one, I'm a black man, right? I'm a black man before I'm a finance professor. But actually, since you're mentioning this, my first book on wealth actually was a book called Financial Lovemaking. And in financial lovemaking, one thing that I talked a lot about, and a lot of y'all think that this stuff is gossipy. You think that it's silly to talk about. You think relationships and love have nothing to do with money. That is nonsense. That is wrong. Let me let me break this down for you. 
if you can't manage your relationships, you will have no money. If you uh, get that $100 million NBA contract, Scottie Pippen has made about $109.3 million in his entire NBA career. He has made over $100 million, and it wouldn't surprise me one bit if Scottie Pippen ended up broke. Because if you get that kind of money, you become a magnet. You become a magnet for every groupie within a 100-mile radius. They can smell you the way a dog can smell a Scooby snack. They will study you. They will watch you. They will follow you. They will investigate you. They will do a background check on you. They know your favorite food. They know your favorite topic of conversation. They know how to slip right into your life, and you don't even know it because you're too stupid thinking that because she got a big butt and a smile that you can trust that lady. So I'm just telling you. When you get money, you become a magnet. You become a magnet for every groupie, every thief, every lawsuit, every scammer, every beggar, every sob story within a hundred mile radius. So, so I'm just telling you, if you think that relationships and wealth are not connected, then you do not understand relationships and you do not understand wealth. So, so here's the deal. Now, am I? Do I have a right to say that Scottie Pippen's ex-wife is a gold digger? No, I don't. I'm just asking the question. That's why I put the question mark, right? But here's the thing, right? So, so you, you, you're, you're Scottie Pippen, you know, you're out there on the court with Michael Jordan, you're making millions of dollars a year. You meet this uh, woman who's gorgeous. I mean, she's very pretty, very pretty lady. Uh, now she's not black. I wish he'd, he'd marry a black woman, but whatever. That's what, he, that's what people do. <clears throat> and, uh, and you don't sign a prenup. That's mistake number one, because last time I checked, she ain't took no jumpers in the gym. Uh, when I was watching the, all those Chicago Bulls games where they were winning championships, I didn't see any player on the court named Larsa Pippen. Um, I saw nothing that she did uh, in, on any level that I know of that uh, makes her worthy of that $109 million. But because you uh, are not thinking, because you're thinking with your little head and not your big head, because you don't have vision of your future and how that's going to play out, then you go ahead and you marry this lady without a prenup. Boom, got you caught you in the rabbit trap you caught in the you caught in the rabbit trap and she's she's gonna eat you up and now 20 years later when you can't play basketball anymore you can't make money anymore uh you find that a big chunk of your wealth is going to be zapped out of your pocket by a woman who not only took you for your paper but she's also out here having sex with 12 year olds like seriously i said well not 12 but 24 20 12 times 2 is 24 so he's literally twice the age of a 12 year old he's literally he was 12 years old 12 years ago right he was 12 years old in the year 2008 so 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 basically you know when you're when you're 46 you're sleeping with a 24 year old you are sleeping with a baby and it's embarrassing to the family it's embarrassing to the family scotty pippen has a son named scotty pippen junior and, and, and carrying the name Scottie Pippen Jr. should be a source of pride. You should be very proud. My name, my dad's name was Scottie Pippen. He played with Michael Jordan. I am Scottie Pippen Jr. And do you know that this poor kid, this poor kid who's a freshman at Vanderbilt, which is a very good school, by the way, he had to issue a public statement ex- c- c- disconnecting himself from his parents' behavior. He literally had to issue a public statement. You're a freshman in college trying to get used to college, just getting your life started, and your parents are out here acting such a damn fool, can't, can't keep their dirt behind closed doors. They're acting such a fool that you've got to issue a public statement to explain why your mama is dating a guy who a damn near is young enough to have been on the same basketball team with you, who literally was in the, the maybe it was in the 12th grade when you were in the 8th grade. Like, are you kidding me right now? Seriously. So, so what I'm saying is uh, that, that look, you know, again, 
people who don't understand, people who don't understand how, how chess is played, they think that talking about relationships is completely disconnected from wealth. They think, oh, you're being gossipy, boys. Why are you being gossipy? Why are you gossiping about this man's social life? No, this is about playing chess. You see, when I talk about wealth and I explain the steps of, of acquiring wealth, the steps are very basic. One, learn where the wealth is at. A lot of, lot of people don't get money because they don't know where the money's at. They don't know where the money's located because they never study money. Number two, make a plan to acquire wealth. That's when you engage in the, the accumulation process. That's when you're Scotty Pippen. You're playing for the Bulls. You're playing really hard. You're winning championships. That's when you're acquiring the wealth. Number three is uh, once you accumulate the wealth, let your wealth grow. Your wealth has to be invested in different assets and in, in vast, vast portfolios. You transfer that wealth so that you don't have to make money playing basketball anymore. Now you're making money with assets that are never going to die, that are never going to get old, that are never going to get bad knees, that are going to make money long after you quit playing basketball. That's what Michael did. Number four is you got to protect your wealth. You must protect your wealth because most wealthy people lose all their wealth within one generation. Did you know that? You know, uh, many NBA players... Uh, are, are they live rich and they die broke. I, and let me just tell you this, as much of a bastard as you might think Michael Jordan is, the interesting thing about Michael Jordan is that he's actually followed all those steps of wealth to a T. And that's why Michael Jordan is a billionaire. Michael Jordan makes more money now than he did when he played basketball. He probably makes five times more now than he did when he made when he played basketball. And in, when he played in the NBA, his last couple of years, he was the highest played player in the league at $30 million a year. So how is it that Michael Jordan is making more money now than he did when he played basketball? It's because he was playing chess, not checkers. Because I bet you, I bet you, again, I one objection I have is both, neither one of these guys married a black woman. I personally think black women are are superior. I think black women are, 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 are should be the centerpiece of our lives. I think the transfer of wealth to a black woman should be critical for every black man. But then again, it's everybody's right to do what they want. But I bet you that that, that cute little thing that Michael Jordan married, I bet you she, he made her sign a piece of paper before he was ever going to commit a big chunk of his legacy to this lady that he just met five, six years ago. That's what you call being smart. And right now, unfortunately, I get the impression that as much of a thought that she might be, I'm sorry, it's it's a little bit weird, a little bit sick, a little bit strange when you're out here dating, you're out here in public dating a married. Oh, I forgot to mention that the 24 year old is married, which right there, that's a whole nother conversation. I don't, I don't know why you're getting married at 24 when you got a $60 million contract and you're getting connected with all these women. I, just, I don't agree with that, but he's married, right? So Again, it's one thing if people are doing what they're going to do uh, behind closed doors. But when you're doing all this stuff in public and embarrassing the family and you got a legacy to protect, it, it becomes a lot to unravel. But at the end of the day, you have to look at the person in the mirror. Why did you let that person into your life? And now this person's creating all kinds of headaches and you don't even have a prenup. So she is definitely smarter than Scottie Pippen. She played. She, it sounds to me. It's to me like she played him uh, based on his emotions. He was being emotional. She was being rational. Uh, he was thinking about right now. She was thinking about the future. Uh, she saw him as an opportunity. And I told you guys, remember, I told you that a big chunk of the wealth game is about the ability to acquire wealth. Now, you must do this in an ethical way. But here's the thing. She is an expert at acquiring wealth. Gold diggers tend to be financial scientists. Gold diggers are are ex 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 expertly uh, good and professional and extremely capable at sniffing out wealth and acquiring wealth and using what they, what God gave them in order to get that. So she had a plan for this dude long before he ever had a plan for himself. So basically when I talk about wealth, one thing that I tell people is 
their wealth, a lot of wealth comes down to OPP. OPP, y'all know what it's y'all, y'all know what it stands for in the song, which is probably applicable to this story too. But when I say OPP, I say actually OPP stands for Opportunity, Patience, and Perspective. So she saw Scottie Pippen as an opportunity. She had patience. She said, "I'm gonna sit with this guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna make some kids with this dude. Every every child is is financial security for me. Every baby I have, I'm gonna get a piece of that Scottie Pippen money for the rest of my life, right? And I'm and I'm gonna sit by his side and be the good little wife and play the role. But I'm also gonna have my little business. She has a little fitness business. She charges five ninety nine for people to watch her fitness videos on Instagram. She has about two million followers. I went to Larsa Pippen's Instagram page. I I see some of the stuff she's up to. She's not just sitting around being a housewife. She's making economic plans." And then the last P is for perspective. Perspective means that Scotty was thinking short term. She was thinking long term. He was thinking about whether or not he was going to get some tonight. She was thinking, oh, am I going to have some 20 years from now? So he's thinking about how can I get some? She's thinking, how can I have some? Right. So what I'm saying to you is at the end of the day, when you talk about this, Sure. I don't like what this lady did. <clears throat> I think it's absolutely, I, w- I would be mortified if I was, how many of you, give me a yes or no. How many of you would be absolutely mortified if you're a freshman in college and your 46 year old mama is fucking a 24 year old? How many of y'all would just be like, oh my God, and doing it in public? That's the other thing too. It's another thing she doesn't in private, right? If your mama's just a little freak and she just kind of brings it out, you know, behind closed doors, that's okay, right? You know, people are freaks. That's okay. It's all right. To, that's a sexual preference. No problem with that. But when she's doing it in public and the 24-year-old is also married, my God, what kind of character does this person have? Like, what did you marry? What did we bring into the family, Dad? I got to, I don't understand this. This doesn't make any sense to me. So so I, I just think that this story was interesting. Jeff Lisey Jr., I got to give uh, props to Jeff Lisey Jr. at the Black Boss Channel. Uh, because Jeff Lisey Jr. actually brought the story to my attention. So I want to make sure I give props to him. But I saw it and I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, my God. <clears throat> you know, the, the, this lady, she's 46. The the side dude is 24. Um, he's married. Uh, there's no prenup. And, and, all, and, and also she's, she's, she's sleeping with these rappers and everything else. This is a mess. Like, this is an absolute mess. So how does this circle back to you? So we get beyond the gossip side. Again, this if you think this is just a gossipy story, uh, then you don't understand wealth. Wealth is all about family. It's all about relationships. It's all about who you choose to let into your life. I guarantee you this, no matter how much wealth you have, if you let the wrong people into your life, then they're going to walk away paid and you're going to walk away broke. They're going to take everything you've got. They're going to ruin everything you've got. They're going to destroy everything you've got. So just understand that if you can't think about wealth and relationships in the same context, then you don't understand wealth and you definitely don't understand relationships. So how does this circle back to you? Uh, When you acquire assets, you got to protect those assets. Um, I know that we fall in love and I know we want to say, oh, my God, I'm going to love you forever. Whatever. Well, let me just tell you a little secret. I'm marrying a beautiful black woman who has a great career, who really isn't a person that's ever shown me any real interest in money. She doesn't really think about money. And let me just tell you this. I paid attention to that before I decided to marry her. If she were overly materialistic, I would have had to wait and vet her out a little bit longer to make sure that I wasn't going to be exploited in the process. But also. Uh, you best, you could bet your ass that we signed, they were doing a prenup. You could bet your ass. And, and, and the thing is, a grown woman is not offended by that. A grown woman who's got her own shit is not offended if you're protecting your shit because she wants to protect her shit. So a lot of times the best way to have a healthy relationship with another person is if you got some shit, give with somebody who's got some shit. Because if they, if you got all the shit and they ain't got no shit, then your shit's going to be their shit. 
they're going to create their financial security with your assets. And next thing, and then that means that if you decide to part ways, they're, they're going to be like, oh, no, 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 don't you, don't you, no, no, you, you better come back. No, 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 no way. I'm living without you. I'm staying. I'm staying. I don't want to be free. Remember that song, that real scary song that was real obsessive? They sang it in Dreamgirls, right? You don't want somebody saying that because the deal is that if you, if they, if you have everything and they have nothing, then the only something that they have is what you have. So when you try to walk away, they're going to grab onto your ankles and hold on to you and say, if I can't have a piece of that, then you'll have nothing. I'll destroy everything you've got in order to get revenge on you. So this lady um, is very sad to me because I think Scottie Pippen, you know, I tell you what, Scottie Pippen is like a country boy and uh, he's from Arkansas, whatever. And he, he, he just, some of his business moves didn't make sense to me. Like he signed that crazy contract with the bulls. Uh, I think it was, I think he wanted, he wanted financial security. I get that, but it was for $18 million over a seven year period. Now on one hand, I understood it because Scotty wanted uh, financial security. That was smart to some extent, but then years later, Scotty's pissed off because he signed a bad, a very bad contract where he was significantly underpaid. But Michael Jordan, who I agree with actually made the point that a contract is a contract. It's a contract. You made an agreement to take that money. So that's your deal. Right now. So so if Scotty wanted to get mad, he should have got mad at himself. So when I think about this whole situation and this whole chaotic you know, scenario that I'm looking at, just sitting here, just freaking out over, whoa, she's 46 and he's 24 and he's married and, and she's doing this and she's got going to get a ton of his money. Right. I think back to when Scotty signed that first contract around 1992 for 18 million dollars over seven years. And it makes me wonder if Scotty is a guy that that thinks strategically. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I can't judge the man. I'd never met the man and I'm not dissing the man. But what I am saying is that based on what I know, you don't want to operate that way because a lot of you in here are wealth builders. A lot of you in here are investors. A lot of you in here are accumulating assets. You're being very smart and strategic in, in your asset acquisition process, right? Just like Larsa Pippen. She's in an asset acquisition process. She just goes about it a little differently from the rest of us, right? And uh, And so when you do that, though, be very thoughtful about who you let into your life, either as business partners or as relationship partners, because choosing the wrong partner will zap you dry. And next thing you know, you'll be pissed because somebody came along and waited till you did 20 years of hard work and they took basically what you built over the last 20 years. That is a very that is a horrible feeling. I don't want you to go through that. And that's why I'm talking about this issue today, not because I think it's fun to talk about other people's relationships. So anyway, I've got to go, guys. Hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. If you uh if you want to subscribe to the Black Boss channel, there's a URL. Uh, it's really good. It's basically a, a platform where black men speak. It's the voices of black men only. So you can you don't have to be a black male to subscribe. But the, everybody on their platform is a brother because uh, we believe black men should have a voice in America. So they talk about sports. They talk about politics. They break down black men's health and relationships and everything else. And I think that anybody who wants to be smarter about the world should listen to black men because a lot of y'all don't listen to brothers. You go read articles in essence where it's one black woman telling other black women why black men are stupid instead of actually listening to black men and how we feel and what's going on in our heads and what matters to us. Right. And, and even in politics. 
politics uh, in the Biden cabinet. I don't think they have hardly any black men anywhere in any senior cabinet positions. And black men were pushed aside in this whole election. That's why when Ice Cube stepped up as a black man and demanded something for the black community, people got really upset. People were like, what is this? Black men aren't supposed to be speaking. Well, we believe black men should speak and we believe black men should have a voice. And that's what's happening at the Black Boss channel. So I hope you'll go subscribe and help us build black media because that's what we're doing over there. Jeff Lisey Jr. is on there all day, every day. So if you like sports, it's a really good person to listen to. But then there's other people in there that, you know, I talk about financial stuff and a lot of other people do a lot of things. So I got to go, guys. Uh, Take care. And uh, yeah, I'd love to get your thoughts on this uh, Larson Pippen thing. I'm sorry, man. I I just, I just, it just, it just, whoa. Anyway, I'll talk to you later. Have a good day. Be good. Peace.